Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. So, hello everyone. My name is Agnieszka Hrynkiewicz and I'm uh, a sales and marketing director at Santi in Gdynia. And I'm here for the Big Scuba podcast with Jan and Gemma to discuss Santi and to discuss diving in Poland and in the rest of the world with Santi diving. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Narked at 90, so let's find out a bit more about them. Narked at 90, their tagline has been beyond technical, which describes them pretty well. John Routley and Brent Hudson launched the company over 20 years ago. They are both technical divers who have logged thousands of mixed gas dives between them over a 30-year period. Using their engineering know-how and diving expertise have developed bespoke personal, commercial and military diving equipment, and products of a universally recognised, unparalleled calibre. Their ability to be adaptive and versatile with their developments led them to support the NHS during COVID. Using their superior knowledge of breathing and oxygen monitoring systems to help develop emergency ventilators, they also design and supply the sneaky stuff used by defence-based development groups throughout the Western world, although they can't tell us much about that. If you're thinking of moving across to tech diving or completely new to diving, Narked at 90 can advise and guide on the best equipment and setup for your personal or commercial requirements. Narked at 90 have unparalleled experience of shearwater dive computers and are the longest serving and sole and UK European service centre for those. They are happy to offer technical support, servicing, repairs and upgrades to all shearwater computers, past and present. Narked at 90 stock shearwater computers, but are also stockers and technical support centre for many other manufacturers, including Divesoft, JJCCR, Hollis, Revo and Kiss Rebreathers. Based centrally in the UK, Narked at 90 also offer full rebreather head servicing for selected manufacturers. Bespoke cable assemblies. Advice on specific fitting requirements. Suggestions and guidance for home builds. Computer laser cutting and engraving. Pressure testing to simulate 400 metre dives. So, Narked at 90, a reputation built on supporting both manufacturers and divers worldwide. Go to narktat90.com and make sure you are following their social media to keep up to date with their latest news and offers. Narked at 90, large enough to cope, small enough to care. And hello everybody, <laughs> welcome back to the Big Scoo Podcast. This is episode 158. I am yeah. your dive master for this episode. My name is Ian and with me is... Hello, I'm co-host Gemma. Hello. Hello. So, yes, after a small hiatus, we are back, back recording in the studios of Bungie and <laughs> Pakefield. Um, yeah, we've, we've had a little bit of a summer break because we've we been have. quite busy with trips away, diving and just summer life. We've been in the water. <laughs> we have. <laughs> in the water. On the water and uh, basically having fun. So, um, if you are new to this podcast, we want to say welcome. Thanks mm -hmm. for joining us. Uh, thanks for lending us your ears for this next, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour, thereabouts. 
Um, if you're wondering what all this is all about and what we're going to be talking about, well, uh, briefly, we talk about scuba diving. We talk, we talk to people who've been doing some great things underwater, exploring, yep. or they've got some kind of connection to the water. And uh, we dive. Uh, I'm a dive master. Gemma is building up her wonderful experience under the water yes and there's a rescue diver aren't you i'm a rescue diver now i'm an open advanced open water diver and a rescue diver now so i've locked just over 80 dives now yeah and uh so you're catching us on episode 158 if you if you're listening to us on apple podcasts uh google podcasts whatever spotify go back there's a whole plethora of different <laughs> You're full of words of different um, episodes where we spoke to all sorts of people from astronauts, explorers, artists. Artists, yes. We've spoke to people in the services, XAS, SAS, uh, people who clear in minds. Um, and can... people just from everyday walks of life that just love scuba diving. Yes. Yeah, so our, our guest list is very varied. And I think even if you're not a diver, you could listen to it and take something away from it. Do you know what the best bit is? Well, What's one that? of the best bits is it's all free. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's there, amazing. It's all free. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, we rattle on about diving and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and it's all good. And uh, that's it, really. You know, but we do have one lovely sponsor um, who helped us with all these things. And, it does help pay for some of the bills in making mm -hmm. you know, making and covering all this. And that is our lovely friends over at Narct at 90. Yes, yeah. So Narct at 90, they are a big name in the technical world of diving and and normal diving as well. Yeah. But they've been they're well established. So if you are a technical diver, you should have heard of Narct at 90. Yes. So they, they do lots of servicing on rebreathers, dive computers, and they're there to give loads of advice yeah they're very friendly people they are and they have got a great name in customer services so if you're, there's any issues that you've got with your rebreather maybe you're thinking about getting in twin sets anything mm. like that you know give them a call have a chat with them tell them what you think they're doing or if say you've got a you you've mm. built a, a rebreather some people do yeah, the home builds. Do. Mm. And uh, Brent and John, they've been there, they've done it, you know, they wrote the book on them. So yeah. uh, then, uh, then a lot they don't know. So, no, that's right. So, yeah, but they've got a website, narked90.com. So you can contact them via email or even give them a call. Um, yeah, they're UK based. And we want to say, because um, Brent has recently had a, a mishap, and we wanted to say, a, very speedy recovery from us yeah it's good that he's doing well so he is yeah. he's on the road of recovery come on brent <laughs> yeah back to it right yeah. so coming up on this episode we've we, got on <laughs> we've got some news which is great uh we're gonna have a, a bit of a recap over where we've been what we've been up to um and also we'll give you a bit of a heads up about who is coming up in the near future because yes we're kind of now back. Uh, we're back to recording. And uh, where's the summer holidays gone? I know, although we've not been recording, we've been still working in the background and planning, you know, the rest of the year, which has been Absolutely. quite exciting. So, yeah. but yeah, I think we filled our summer quite well. Okay. <laughs> um, so 
go back. I think the last one of the last times we recorded, we were heading out about to be heading out to Stony Cove, and unfortunately, my car lets down. Mm. Didn't quite happen, you know, but we've moved on from that, and that's all good. Yeah, and, and then uh, we headed to the Farn Islands, and that was late July. Yeah, so uh, if you're not listening to us in the UK and you think, hey, where's the Farn Islands? What's all that about? Well, the Farn Islands, if you look at the UK and you look towards the east coast uh, at the north part, uh, right just before the border of Scotland, mm -hmm. if you're looking at us on the map, um, you'll, you'll see some little tiny islands out to sea. And uh, that's where the Farn Islands are. Yeah, so it's a collection of, I think, well, 24 to 40-ish islands, depending on high tide, low tide. And they're famous. Um, there are wrecks around there, but they're famous for the wildlife and seals. Lots of puffins as well. Yeah, lots of marine life. Amazing diving. Um, not not particularly deep. I think we got down to 18 metres on one of our dives yeah. when we were there. But, yeah, we saw some seals. But, yeah, just amazing I'd say probably one of the average depths around there for uh, is probably about sort of fourteen meters. I yes, guess, yeah. Generally, yeah. Um, yeah, and we can get uh, shallower, but yeah, yeah. Good so we went on a trip organised by our local dive centre, Crystal Seas, and we dived with um, Sovereign Diving on yeah. Serenity boat one day, and then we had Rod, our previous skipper, back, didn't we? So he looked Ron. after us. Ron, Ron named him. Ron, not Ron. <laughs> Thinking fishing. <laughs> he does run, Ron. You do run, Ron. Yeah. So we had three days diving and two dives per day. So we did six dives successfully in the Farne Islands, which was brilliant. Yeah. yeah the weather was amazing. Um, you did your diving in the O3 semi dry. I Absolutely. With my dry suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we also dived. Um, we did one dive in a half mask standard setup, and then we used our ocean reef full face masks for yes. the second dive. Yeah, because we're building our experience. Aren't we? Yes, and that was a little bit of a sort of more hours on the masks, and we took them a little bit deeper. So that was the deepest we'd been in them, yeah. wasn't it? So yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was all successful. So yeah, that's all good, you know, and um, it's nice and. Uh, We've also been playing with our camera setups as well, haven't we? Yes, yeah, that's come on leaps, leaps and bounds. Yeah, you used to have your your um, Olympus just kind of clipped to, didn't you? Yeah, so it was free, you know, as I held it in one hand. But since that point in time, you've invested in a Sea Life camera case so you can take your mobile phone underneath. I got that mainly for honey. Mm. Uh, honey, um, for when she's ready for it and um, I thought that would be really cool for her um, my, my daughter's 13 if you don't know and she has literally just started diving um, she did her open water uh, recently with uh, Crystal Seas and, um, and I thought that would be really cool for her when she's ready um, in time to uh, just be able to take a phone down, take snacks, yeah. and then she can show her school friends, can't yeah. she? You know, without getting into the whole editing and all this sort of business, you know. Yeah, and that but works well. yeah, and you then you put it on a, you got like a little rig for it, didn't you? Yeah, and put a light yeah. and your GoPro on, and then I followed suit and got a similar setup. And I find it quite a nice position. It is. I think it helps with buoyancy. 
you, you know, you know us divers. We're we, it, all the power comes from our fins and our legs, and your your hands are like free, and you're like, what do I do with my hands? And I often just cruise along, and I've got my fingers crossed, or you know, just nose down, looking at all the critters and things. <laughs> nose down, and, um, yeah, being, and being a seal. And, uh, uh, it, it's really quite nice because you, you've got this frame. And it's like a, an upside, it's basically like a U, isn't it? Mm. And um, you've got a camera, got a camera in the middle, GoPro facing back towards me. And a light. And a light facing forward. Yeah. And a little light facing back. And it all works really quite well. And uh, and this, we're hoping to do some more of that in, mm. in the, yeah. as the diving goes. And and um, I've actually used um, uh, a noodle out of the pool. To, to <laughs> One of the points. It. So it, it doesn't, because it, it weighs probably without all, all the bits and pieces. Kilo. Maybe One. a bit more kilo and a half, probably. Mm. And um, so I've had some uh, buoyancy to it by using parts of a noodle. Yeah. Uh, I tried to get a black one, but it's red. But there you go, it works. And uh, I've used that to add some buoyancy to it. It still sinks, still negative in the water, but it's not like like stone type. No, no. There and is I've, still a little bit of buoyancy there. Yeah, I've done the same. Um, so I've got the Olympus in the housing and light and GoPro. And we're just going to, yes, practice. And not that expensive either. You know, no. you see some really expensive kits, you know, like some of the arms and that, like, you know a lot of money especially mm. if you're going to go you know we're, we're not tech divers so you know we, we're just bobbing about looking at all the fun stuff and things so I, I, i'm not looking to you know we're not looking to replace tech stuff that's that's engineered for tech divers we're not yeah so but for us at a recreational level where we're keeping let's say above 30 meters you know um it is absolutely fine you know and that works and it's all good yeah, and it's very easy to manage under the, it's still got a clip on, so you clip it on, getting in the water and getting out of the water. But I think that we've dived both with it. And uh we'll put some pictures on social media so you can see. That are um been certified to fifty meters. Yeah, which, rechargeables. You know, I've never been down fifty meters. So no, we're not going down that deep. If so. they last for the next few years going down at 20 meters then hey cool yeah. you know and I, I suppose in total the whole setup has cost what 150 pounds yeah i think so and uh works really and well frame and the little twiddly bits that are, are the joints and that yeah um so if you want some more info on that and how we've done it uh and it is a really nice you know that we've got a lanyard we, that does clip to us so I tell you what we could do. We could put it in our Amazon storefront so that people can just have a click and see all the components that we've brought. Good thinking, Bat Lady. Good thinking. Yeah. But it, it's quite nice because it is. It, we clip it on before we go jump in and then you just unclip the the lanyard bit so you can, you've got that stretch. Yeah, you're still attached to still like an attached. And then you can just, you know, cruise along. You've got your uh hands forward and what have you and then say you what you put your smb up just fit back up that's out of the way 
and you can get your SMB out yeah. and your hands are free again. Yeah. And, and that does work really quite well. And you've found it good as well, haven't you? Yeah, I, I really, um, really enjoyed using it. And I think it's just another addition to diving now. And you've taken some really good pictures and video um, yeah. on that, the Farns trip, because I was I didn't have the setup then. So I was just using a standard camera in the housing. But since the Farns, we then went to Lundi island went down to Ilfracombe and yep. we both had a similar setup then and got some really good pictures of seals okay. and then um so we'll give a shout out to the guys at Lundy Diving Ben Sam and Gemma who yeah we, we kept went them busy Sammy Sammy didn't even get a chance to have a little sleep did he <laughs> no, no. we um yeah we we had a quite a bumpy steam out to Lundy My goodness <laughs> it was fun though that was yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're well. Li- <laughs> there were some um, carrots not- and peas and all sorts. <laughs> there were not so well people. I have to say, if you're going to throw up, going towards the front of the boat when the <laughs> boat is at full rate probably isn't the best place to stand for everyone else. No, <laughs> we kind of missed the carrots and peas. <laughs> we did, but anyway, enough of that. So, but when we got Still to Lindsay. Carrots and peas. When we got to Lindy, um, obviously the people that were swimming were not overly keen on swimming straight away. So we all had a couple of hours on the island. So what's that? To get our sea legs back. Yeah. So we had a great trip. We we wandered up to the top of the island, didn't we? To the amazing oh. lighthouse at the top. And yeah, just saw the, what a view. such views. Yeah, we on the Atlantic one side and then obviously the... I suppose Bristol Channel-ish, you call it, um, over to the UK. So, but all round views of yeah, the island, yeah. and it was stunning. Should say on on contrast, okay. So yeah, going out, it was rough, you know, and it was fun. Honey was the only person on the whole boat without amongst all of us. What fourteen people? Yeah, didn't wear a coat, right? <laughs> who sat there and got what a damp arm. Yeah. And I was like sitting there, it felt <laughs> like, like somebody was just throwing a bucket of salt water over my face and every <laughs> 10 seconds. As soon as I cleared it, wash, another one. But in contrast, my point was, is that we've been out there and that is still, it's calm, it's a yeah. cruise, had dolphins, you name it. And yeah. it was fantastic. You know, the island, if you're wondering where, the, where Lundy is, again, if you're not in the UK and you're not aware of these things if you look to the far west coast of the uk and you've got ireland on one side you've got wales on the other Mm. down below that where devon is okay you see devon look above devon and see a little tiny island right out into the atlantic and that is lundy island yeah it's 21 miles from ilfracombe so it is quite a steam out there so you do have yeah so if you're expecting it to be the like the Farn Islands, it's not. You are out in open sea, twenty mile one miles out. So, yeah, if you're not a good I sea person, love, I would love to be on that island winter time when there's a full blown storm. Oh, it must be amazing. The force yeah. you you can experience nature at its most, aren't you? There, yeah. Because there's nothing to stop the, you know, it's Atlantic, Lundy. Yeah. That, that's it. I'm getting excited. <laughs> you know, 
you look at the coastline, that's why they call it the Jurassic coastline, because the, you know, that whole coastline has been shaped by the weather, you know, yeah. just pure brute force weather they have yeah. there. And, and huge tidal ranges. Yeah, it can be up to nine, ten meters on when it's yes yeah, so of the In peak. A day. Can you imagine that? It's incredible, yeah. Yeah, and amount of water. The actual island, you know, it's you can walk around it. There's a pub, there's a shop. Yes. So even if you're not a snorkeler or a diver, there's stuff there to see. So you can have a nice hike. It takes about 20 minutes to get up to the pub. Yeah, if you're holiday in in Devon or whatever, um, look up Lundy Diving, uh, you know, get in contact with them. Uh, or Hi Ho Charters. Yeah. Oh, and... Um, <laughs> You know, make contact, get booked on because, um, you know, in for a swim or walk about, as Gemma say, you know, the the, the views are just yeah. stunning, absolute stunning. Yeah. Being up on top of that lighthouse. It's amazing, uh, wasn't it? And you can see the whole island in its in, um, entirety. I, I want to put the drone up, but I don't know what was going on with the drone. It was like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want to go up. It was having like this whole I don't know, software issue or whatever. But anyway, you you don't need a drone because you just need to go up there, the top of the, the lighthouse, and you can see the whole island. Yeah. And it's just awesome. Imagine nighttime. Oh, no, the stars. stars. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the sheep on the island. We saw some horses. Um, but then we've been there since they created and built a lot of the buildings. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The ponies have been there. Yeah. And there's a like a pier jetty where you get on and off so we picked the boat back up there and then they took us around to gannett's bay so some people jumped off snorkeled with the seals and they were all very inquisitive and we had a little dive so we did, we did. Which uh, was... scuba honey's first go in the sea yes yeah so she got to see some seals and they were very um inquisitive they liked your fins as usual <laughs> so... so i dive uh when i'm pleasure diving I dive mainly in my um, uh, force fins, accelerating fins. And uh, they've got like... Um, well, they're black. They're black and they've got like these uh, ridges on. They're sort of, they're fit, they're like, uh, what do they call them? Teeth. And um, seals seem particularly like them. Yeah. Quite a lot. And I could feel one hand the right chomp on one of my fins. <laughs> it was lovely to see. Yeah, so we got that filmed. Oh, but yeah, the seals in the far, um at Lundy are very friendly, and they we are. even had we were swimming back to the boat, weren't we, to get back on, and there was one that popped up to say hello and goodbye. Go. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah, so that was a great day. So we did that in a day, and then we had uh, we overnighted somewhere about an hour and a half away from Swanage, and then yeah. we thought Swanage Pier has been on our bucket list. So we oh, took nice, the opportunity nice. to head down there the next day and no, had a. Told us about Swanage Pier the first time. Well, I think we've had several people mention it, but it's it's a notoriously pretty dive under a pier. It's not deep, like five meters max, I think, on a high tide, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we they they teach diving actually at Swanage Pier, don't there's, they? Yeah, there's a dive shop there, divers down. So Mike looked after us for air fills and a few bits for honey. Yeah. Um, and it's a pier that's owned by the Swanage Trust. So it's yeah. charity. So there's no arcades or anything on there. Parking was really straightforward. Really easy. 
and you get trolleys. You can have a trolley to put all your dive gear in. And it was just like real fun. If you haven't been, again, if you're thinking about next year or, or actually still not too late for this year, if you're thinking about somewhere to get dive, you know, for us in Norfolk, it's what? Five-hour trips. Yeah, it's about a good yeah. six hours. So it's, so it's not something to, you know, you can't just get in the car and just hammer down. You know, you, you want to be planned because also we should probably make it aware that it's only really the visibility is best on i think on a south when the wind's coming from the southwest yeah if there's an easterly it's no yeah because yeah. it'll stir it up um so yeah we you know that but it's everything all so well catered for divers so well catered. Mm. Yeah, yeah really easy to get in the step you can do a well you can do a giant stride off but you can do step entry yeah. and just get all your gear on in the water it's lovely and, and for new divers like uh, you know, honey as her second <laughs> in the sea, flipping out. You know, I'm going to have to put some elastic on her. She was just amazing. She was she pointing was at like everything. Away, yeah, off like 90 miles an hour. Look at this. Look at this. Waving, pointing, <laughs> waving, trying to wave every fish. And then, yeah, and it it was so lovely to see. It was just amazing. Imagine me and pointing at that little <laughs> critter and, you know, getting you into going, whoop. You can hear her making noises and stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that was just the loveliest dive, and I, we didn't get much more than a couple of meters, three meters. No, no, because we it, it was going out on a we went out, it was all going low tide, wasn't it? But the life under the colors, the sun on the pier, there were fish, crabs. It was crabs. just yeah, I've seen crabs in, in you know, and first time saw crabs. Yeah, and then we saw a seagrass area, which was oh, we've never we seen that slugs. before. Yeah, sea slugs. Actually, she so Honey saw the slugs and pointed them out. Yeah, so but it was just, it's, I mean, we must have been in the water. What hour? Oh, good hour. Yeah, good hour. Came up for a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, it was just really, really lovely, and yeah, I highly recommend it for anybody just to. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and if you can fit it in again this year, you know, I think even for us, like in Norfolk, you'd probably need to do an overnighter. And if I if I was going to do it again, I would, you know, we didn't really get too much um, chance in it, really, did we? Because that's just the way it worked out with the, the driving that we had. Yeah. By the time we got down there, you know, tide was going out, and it was either do it or we don't. And that was, you know, we don't know when we're next back down that way. Um, so yeah, it, we were two meters max depth yeah um, given a chance i would try and time it to do it on their high tide mm. so you've just got a little bit more depth that makes it a bit more easier and gives you a yeah. bit more flexibility i think with the with the depth yeah uh, to be honest honey coped really well with the yeah, lack was, of depth yeah yeah, yeah yeah really really good so so that was one that was Another trip, and then this coming week we're heading back to the Farn Islands. <laughs> Sorry, Ron, we got put up with us again next weekend. Yeah, and uh, Mora, our B and B, we're back. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're back, and uh, look forward to it. Um, can't wait, and um, going to be diving in the full face mask a lot more on this one, I think. Yes, because um, you know we're kind of building up the experience, and um, and we've got some news. We have got some news. We about so, our, what, what's our news? We are officially Ocean Reef ambassadors. Woo! 
<laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank you, Ocean Reef. Yes, yeah, so that, that was news today. So we will be appearing on their website. Um, so that's really great news. And yeah, and uh, we do enjoy the full face mask diving. Um, it's true, and uh, totally enjoyed what you know, uh, diving in them at the farms. Like, was uh, probably you know, we have dived in it at Stony, but we, we'll be diving in it more as time goes. Yeah, on. and especially you know, sea diving as well, because I think um, it comes into its own with you know, you do get a little bit better visibility, all round visibility, and also we've we still have got um, the comms kit and we can work on that, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is we've tested Which that we out. We are getting better, aren't we? Because think, we, yeah, a lot of that is all about timing your breathing, breathing, listening. Yeah, I think, and I think we will get the knack of it, and I think it is coming, and that's why we've, you know, been very steady in building up our hours on the the mark. Yeah, we want to say thank you to one person as well that I think has been um, really supportive. In, you know. Um, in our journey with this as well don't you don't you think yeah john osmond yeah so we did our tri dive with john at crystal seas we did our qualification with john and he was an amazing instructor very supportive in quite testing conditions back in the cold yeah, depth. three degrees at Gildenberg. <laughs> yeah yeah and we've you when somebody really didn't want to be there <laughs> so i'm not doing this <laughs> but we did it we did it we did, we did it. it um and he's been really supportive in we've needed a few things um help with on the masks and he's just been amazing so and uh we you know want to say big, big thank you to teach. and uh, he's our go-to person for servicing as well so because the yes. masks should be serviced um periodically and he's got the spares and the kit to do the service and he's a, an approved servicing engineer yeah. So if you're listening and you're thinking about, you know, thinking about trying a full face mask, uh, John has a, um, a number of them, actually. Mm. And um, he can organize if you speak to John or you speak to us and we'll, we'll uh, connect you up. Um, you know, he's got a few there that you can book some time with him to do a try dive and uh, in the pool and uh, see if you like it. And if you like it. You know, John can be your instructor and uh, contact, you know. Yeah, so yeah. and I think you know, it's not going to be for everybody that wants no, to try no. it. Um, but I think there's different applications. We're doing it on a recreational side and so that we can communicate underwater and yeah. just promote the mask. And then there are other people like I think there's some underwater survey people. They use it um, because they then can communicate or they've got better yeah. vision underwater. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if you're interested, definitely give it a go. Even do a try dive. Yeah, it is exactly so. Um, yeah, do it. You know, and uh, let us know how you get on. And again, if you want some more information, uh, make contact with us, and uh, we'll steer you in the right direction. All being well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so with other shout outs, we just need to give a shout out to Maria Munn, who we saw in. Oh, Swanage. Yeah. Yeah. She came up to us and said, Hello, Gemma. <laughs> like, Who are you? <laughs> so Maria is a um she does a lot of snorkeling under Swanage Pier. Yeah. Um, she was a diver, but I think she focuses more on the snorkeling side of things. But she is an amazing um 
she is really into compact camera pictures underwater. So we um not sure, but I was put in contact with her by um cave crawler underwater. Oh yes. I, he recommended looking her up. Cave crawler and Roger <laughs> the Cabin Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so she always has lots of advice and uh, you know for amateurs underwater uh yes. taking pictures <laughs> stop laughing <laughs> well, i know but you know poor old rog he's, he's never going to be allowed to be uh forgotten that that every, anytime those two are on the boat oh it's, there he is <laughs> there's the uh, cave caller and any side roger the cabin boy roger the cabin boy yeah so they're they're also yeah great friends of the podcast and they're great supporters but yeah so maria um we'll put links to her um facebook page and instagram page in the show notes but do look her up and we will be having her on the podcast as well to do kind of a a simple guide to taking pictures underwater yeah yeah so which will be really cool yeah so it's lovely to see her um we've also been out above the water quite yeah, a bit haven't we our sea lion paddle boards so if you're interested in looking at the brand of paddle boards we use um www.sealionboards.com yeah. uh, they've got a range of boards shapes and sizes um often there's a sale on and you really can nice boards um not just saying that but don't take our word go to the website and have a look they are really nice they've got like this um sort of pine effect on the boards well, which look really nice yeah it's almost they are all inflatable yeah uh, but they give you the impression you know that they're wood yeah they, they, they're quite snazzy looking um we've got a promo code big scuba if you want to use that for a little bit of a more discount yeah. but yeah look them up um and uh, we've been out on local inland water site we went to Dillham canal yeah, recently site, yeah norfolk's only canal yeah and so, not yeah. a lot of people know that no, so and we've had the drone up from the paddleboard, which has yeah. been another new adventure. That wasn't scary at all, <laughs> but you did really, really well. It's just <laughs> so, but we'll we'll have some more footage of that up on the YouTube channel. So take a look there. We've tried to put a few more shorts up on our YouTube channel. So yeah. head over to Big Scuba and have a look yeah. and give us a few thumbs up and subscribe. That will be good. And uh, um, and again, we should also say. Um... You know, thanks for their support. And also, we again, thanks to Nart at 90. Mm. I was meant to say with the Ocean Reef masks as well, because it was with their support that helped us get into uh, the, yeah. the masks. So, um, you know, um, Nart at 90 along with us, you know, in this crazy trip that we are on with the big scuba podcast. So, the adventure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, um, I think. And then you, we were going to just give a shout out to Christina and Kevin. Christina Zanato and Kevin Lorenzo. Yeah. Because they've um, had recently been on major, well, massive trip to the Caicos Islands. Yeah, yeah. Doing awesome stuff as always. And uh, yeah. so, uh, we have uh, been following Christina and Kevin for oh, ever since we first did a recording with Christina um, all that time ago. And yeah. we would recommend that you know if you don't know who christina is and you think oh, what's all this about look her up she's a, mm. she's the she's well known for cave uh exploring um yeah. around there where she lived and also uh in the bahamas and also uh very well known as being the shark listener yeah so yeah real advocate for sharks 
reef sharks behind and um those uh, reef sh sharks and they spent a whole lifetime studying and if you're ever wondering about whether diving you know in principle is the right time because you're not sure and things like that or you know she, she's a great person to follow you know and um you know certainly been an inspiration for us in this Definitely. whole crazy journey of the big scuba yeah um so i do totally recommend you know look her up yeah no no i've some great photos so yeah uh, look him up as well um if you're a new diver and we all have our wobbles and listening to Christina and her words of advice, even listen to the podcasts we've done with her. It really inspires you. Yeah. When you, yeah, yeah you, you can hear her voice in your head. Yeah. In a, you know, amazing way. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think we kind of covered everything apart from who we've got. We can just give you a quick heads up about, because we need to talk about Santi because Santi are coming on. Uh, which is really cool and uh, we love their products and uh, but I'll just give you before we get into Santi just to give you a bit of a heads up about who's coming on um, in the near future who we're going to be recording we've got uh, Ted Harty who's Ted Harty he is the founder of Immersion Freediving and he talks a lot about health and safety and the human factors in freediving and being yeah. underwater He's very active on social media, isn't he? Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, based out in uh, Florida, from, mm. I think from uh, memory. And uh, look him up, Ted Hart, uh, he's coming on. And then we've got uh, Chris Lemons. Who's Chris Lemons? Have you seen um, the film? It's a kind of a documentary film called Last Breath. Um, if you haven't, look it up and watch it because... Chris is going to be coming on talking about his uh, life and, you know, and about that and what yeah. happened. So that's going to be really good. And then we've got Chris Taylor, who's a local lad from Norfolk. Yeah. So he's done amazing photography, drone work, videography on the Norfolk, North Norfolk coast and around Norfolk as well. So he's, and he's part of the RNLI as well. He is. Yeah. And he's a big, uh, very much into the Sheringham chalk reef snorkel trail as well, yes. which is an amazing reef we've got on the North Norfolk coast and all its wildlife. So he's got a lot of YouTube, um, content up Great drone footage as well yeah yeah so so we're really looking forward to having him on as well to yeah. talk about diving in the uk yeah and then amongst all that we've got an update with ben and sammy from high ho charters they're coming, yeah. coming on giving us an update of what they've been up to over the this summer and dive season yeah and it was really nice to see them a few weeks ago as well wasn't it and it's just a yeah you always make us laugh do yeah good couple characters and always on social media as well aren't they? yeah yeah and also to say thank you to them for they always like reshare our posts and our stories and it's really yeah. nice that they do yeah, that and we love having them on so yeah. uh, it's, it's always good catching up okay so let's talk santi yes so uh well it was about probably a month and a bit ago we spoke to um agnes i'll say agnes because that's easier to pronounce her <laughs> full name so from Santi, so she was the sales and marketing um, yes. director. And uh, Santi are big in dry suit manufacturing, 
and underseats, heated garments, and they seem to be quite popular in the UK at the moment. We've seen yeah. more Santi suits around, so hence why we contacted Santi and thought we'd find out a bit more about them. Yeah, we see uh, Crystal Seas, um, they stock their suits and that now, don't they? And, mm. uh, often dive in the suit. And there's a real nice quality about their uh, dry suits. Yes, they've certainly got a different... And their well, undersuits as well, to be fair. Yeah, and we've seen, obviously, a lot of the instructors, dive masters at Crystal Seas convert over to Santi suits. So yeah. um, if you sort of see the Crystal Seas gang. Busy uh, on social media as well. Um, very so active, yeah. They're often sharing about um, about their products and uh, some of their ambassadors. And, um, yeah, it's, it's great to see, you know, and um, very active and, sort of modern and mm. uh, forward-facing company. Yes, they're based in Poland, um, but they are a worldwide company. And I think um, if you don't know or haven't heard of Santi as a dry suit manufacturer, then uh, this podcast might be quite of interest to you. Yeah, they also own other brands such as Suex who make the um, scooters. Mm. So uh, if you're thinking about getting into that at some stage, um, and uh, you fancy that whole underwater propulsion system, uh, you know, you, you know they they kind of cater for that as well under that brand. So um, yeah, the, the, you know, there's a few, but have a look. You know, they do some awesome stuff. Really. Yeah, yeah, and they've got quite a good web page uh, to look up their products, look at their ambassadors, and uh, yeah, and it was really good chatting to her. It was, yeah. So should we get her on? I think we better. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we've had a good old natter. <laughs> we have. It's been a while since we caught up. It is. So we've caught up. So yeah. So this was our conversation with Santi. Before, before, oh, hold on. Before we do that, <laughs> we should just very quickly say thank you for everyone who, um, in our last few trips and that, who've been coming up to us, who have seen the flag and said, "Hey, blah blah blah," and you know, we wanted to say thank you very much for everyone who come and said hello and. Um, you know, please carry on doing that. We love that. We love hearing from you. Uh, always look out the flag. The flag is always up wherever we go diving. And our cars are also going to have, we've got some new magnetic signage as well. That is, yeah. um, which very, kind of makes it stand out as well. They're very blue. And there is a QR code on the back of the car as well that you can just scan and that will take you to our website. Yes, yes. And we should also say, sorry, so much to tell you. <laughs> Um, when we're uh, stony, we are going to have we have through uh, our lovely people, lovely friends at NART, some sheer water dive computers for people to come along and test. Mm. Okay, there's a little bit of paperwork to fill in. Yeah, okay. So there, so there is some terms and conditions. So we'll go through that with you. Um, but when you see, if you want to try a dive computer out first. And you thought, hey, sheer water. I've heard a lot about them. I wonder what they're like to dive with. We've got Terry, we've got uh Perdix, Peregrine. Got Peregrine. Peregrine, you know, for your new divers. So mm. uh come see the flag, see us, ask if you can try one and take it in the water, have a dive, have a couple of dives with it. And yeah, we can do that for you. And then we've got a little discount card to yeah. you then uh give you. How about that? Yeah, and that can be used on any NARC products as well. So definitely an incentive to come and see us. There we go. So back to you. 
<laughs> so this is episode 158 thank you for listening thank you for listening to us and we're now going to listen to our conversation with santi all right yes do it Welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast, Agnes. Hey. <laughs> so you're joining us, so you're based in Poland, is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm joining you from Poland. Uh, it's, I would say, rather cloudy summer afternoon today, <laughs> although we are expecting some, some warmer weather coming uh, from, from abroad, I, I understand. So we are expecting some hot days to come, but it's, it's, it's good. I like hot summers. So you right on the Baltic Sea? Yes, we are located. I'm located, and I live in Gdynia. So Gdynia is a is a city, uh, more or less at the shore of the Baltic Sea in the north of Poland. Yeah. And uh, Santi is located here as as the company. We also have a factory located, let's say, thirty kilometers from here in uh, Reda. But generally, yes, we are from here, and and we operate from from the northern Poland. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So our podcast is about scuba diving and people connected to the water. So if maybe there are some people out there that haven't heard about Santi, can you tell us a bit about the company? Sure. Well, uh, the, the, the company itself has been established a long time ago in, in 1989 uh, by Tomek Stakura. He is uh, a quite a well-known diver already when it comes to the Baltic Sea and Baltic way of diving and technical diving. So originally he was a diver. And of course he had a company that was connected to producing clothing. And back, let's say in the beginning of 2000s, uh, he was actually looking around for a dive gear that would suit his needs. And uh, well, like in many of the diving industry, diving brands, the brand itself has been created from the need, right? So mm -hmm. he wanted to have a dry suit that fits his needs and the undersuit that fits his needs when it comes to cold water diving. So at that time in the market, that, that, that the offer at the market wasn't maybe very, uh, it wasn't enough for him. So he wanted to have something, something of his own and he had the capacity and let's say, possibility to produce something like that. And uh, originally the company, I would say, started a bit by, uh, by an accident because he started producing the undersuits for his fellow divers. Uh, you know, just thinking, okay, could it be something that, you know, that could create a brand? But it wasn't at the beginning the idea of building a brand as we are today. Right. So beginning, beginning, let's say 2003, 2004, uh, the undersuit started to be to be produced, and the name Santi actually was used because the company he was owning at that time was called Santi, mm. but it was connected to more like a workwear brand, you know, like working clothes uh, for, okay. for workers. So, uh, so actually, the the name got stuck to the products that went to divers, even though, uh, and then it went viral because the undersuits that they that he started producing became, you know, very well received and people were talking, oh, did you hear about this company from Poland that is producing this 
wonderful <laughs> undersuits and they are so perfect. So people started ordering products even before the brand was even created, right? Wow. So it was extremely organic. <laughs> <laughs> and it was too late to change the name because the thing is that the name stuck to the product and yeah. later, even though... Uh, at that time, Tomek tried to think, okay, maybe the brand should be called somewhere else, something else, like kind of more connected to water or something different. It was already too late because people knew the name already and it got stuck to, to the products. Yeah. Mm. So, so this was the beginnings and uh, the production of first dry suits, you know, started very slowly, let's say piece by piece for individual diverse people. So... It was, uh, it was, it was at the very beginning. It was just, you know, a couple of dry suits, or let's say, a couple of tens of dry suits a month, right? So it was, it was growing organically from year to year, mm. and um, yeah. So, so this is, this were the beginnings, and let's say 2008, nine. Uh, this was the time when the company started to grow when it comes to distribution models, to having more and more dealers around the world. Originally, it was uh, it was Europe and uh, and actually some uh, of the American dealers. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, when the company started to grow and the brand started to be recognized, new distributor distributors were joining. So Netherlands, uh, South Korea, um, let's say more, most of the countries within Europe. And that's how it started. Uh, I would say the the products themselves were good and uh, they were very needed on the market. That's why, you know, company was growing very fast. So when I joined in 2011, the company was more or less an established, well-recognized brand, mm. although we're still uh, in this phase of very rapid growth from year to year. Right. So, so when I joined, it was like 12 years ago. Um, a lot of uh, what what I what I have added was a structure. Right. So some pricing strategy, marketing strategy, development strategy. So this was was a, I would say very active time of of the market establishing the market and, and and working with our our current distributors to build the the network mm, yeah uh, yeah so so this was this was let's say the beginnings and then you know from year to year we are coming up with new models of dry suits with new models of undersuits every year something new was coming some some new exciting markets or some new exciting projects that we were doing together with our our business partners mm, and i would say that uh what helped us is also our very very big focus on being still very close to the divers so yeah. we listen to them we talk to them Tomek himself is a diver so he is more or less all the time somewhere in a diving spot or diving with his team of baltic tech and uh, it's it's a very natural way to work when you have your own when you have the owner using the products and coming back with ideas how to improve yeah. it what to change right yeah. there's not many companies about where the 
the actual instigator of the business or the head of the business is actually still having time to go and do the sport which first got them started in the business which is almost is a bit of a shame really isn't it that although that's the spin-off of being having a really good business is that time becomes short and then you've got to look after the business and then you don't have time to dive and uh yeah, uh, although, although I think this is this is something uh, also quite unique in Santi that uh, that Tomek being an owner has put a lot of effort in support in building the team. So yeah. I was there, uh, the other people were here, you know, working in marketing, in sales, in logistics, in production. So we have a team. Today it's almost 150 people working at Santi. Yeah, a lot of people. So, so it's a lot of it, it's a lot of backup behind what what Tomek is doing and representing the company as it is, and and being the company. There is also a team of people working every day to make this happen, right? So yeah. I think this is a bit of a of a secret behind behind Santi or behind any company to have mm. a team that rely on and to have a team that you can trust that they are doing, uh, let's say, a good job for you, right? Yeah. And that's lovely to hear because if you've got a team all going in the right direction and having that passion, then that's where you get the product that is becomes renowned for you know quality and for being good and you get people coming back. Yeah. And honestly, the team doesn't have too much time for diving. <laughs> well, you know, there are not many divers among our team. Well, now more than before, because when I joined Santi. I was actually, except Tomek, there was nobody that was a diver, actually. We knew how to sell, we knew to, how to produce, we knew how to support, but uh, the, 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 the being a diver is not necessarily a, a need mm. doing, doing yeah. the business, right? So, so at a certain point, we actually mm, uh, decided as a team that we will make a, a diving course. So I think it was back in 2015 or 14, uh, that a team of our, let's say, management group, 10 people, we all took the, the, the diving course together. So we did the open water diving course. And oh, then sure. from that, some of us has con- have continued. So mm-hmm. some of the, us are, let's say, more, more or less a bit active divers. But some stopped. But they still understand what's behind the product, right? Yeah. How is yeah. it to go underwater? What about you? Do you dive? I dive uh, occasionally. Uh, I, I've done this course uh, in 2015. It was an open an open water diving course. And from that, uh, what I continue is whenever I travel somewhere in an interesting place, I I, I take I usually go diving. Right. Yeah. So uh, in Poland, we have a lot of cold water diving. So I've tried that. I've tried uh, the quarries. I've tried the Baltic Sea. But I'm not uh, too much into into this when it comes to my personal <laughs> preference. The temperature. So I fully, fully support and understand uh, technical divers and, and cold water divers. But me, myself, I prefer a bit warmer climate. <laughs> so, But hey, so, Sandy doesn't do any uh, wetsuits. Well, you know, that, that's the beauty because what we are trying to tell here and to, 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 to persuade uh, our clients about is 
a dry suit doesn't have to be only for cold water, right? You can yeah. have a dry suit even being in Egypt or in Croatia, in Italy. So a lot of our, our let's say, very successful markets are also uh, located in, in, in warmer climate because yeah. that dry suit is something that gives you comfort. Let's say you can dive longer, you can you can feel safer and, and, and better, right? In, in, yeah. in a wetsuit, of course, there are destinations like where the water is really warm, but you don't travel to them that often, right? So, yeah. so using the, the 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 European type of diving or let's say a closer um, areas around Europe, dry suit is a is a, a very good choice as well, right? So yeah. that's what we are trying to do and educate people why a dry suit is a is 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 a good choice for you if you want to dive actively. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, you know, good to hear. And for people thinking about diving, you know, understanding what a dry suit is to keep you nice and warm for a yeah. start yeah. and dry is, is, yeah, great. Yeah. Because yeah. looking at your dry suits, you've got, um, I think, about six for the, the men and about eight for the, the lady side. And so when you look across the range, uh, you've got Elite Plus, Emotion, uh, Elite and Space and Enduro. Mm -hmm. uh, so would you say that some of them are more tailored for the, uh, I suppose, the sport diver rather than the tech diver? Well, you know, some of those choices of those models are still, we keep all the models that we ever introduced. So yeah. we, we support every type of a driver that we produce and we are still there even with the with the first ones produced from heavy cordura dry suit so enduro is this kind of a dry suit that was the first one produced uh, in the santi range but at that time let's say 15 years ago uh, a dry suit was was this type of a, of a gear that is heavy heavy duty to laminate it's more like an armor right that mm -hmm. uh, produced from a heavy fabric so with time, with our uh, evolution of our company and of the fabrics uh, in the market, we've been introducing lighter and easier models to use. So the ones that we are uh, selling now the most, like Elite Plus, for example, it's a trilaminate dry suit as well, but it combines the durability, but also flexibility and let's say softness of the fabric. So it doesn't restrict your movement. So it you know yeah. gives you comfort underwater. So all of those dry suits are dedicated, let's say, to certain needs. And whenever we sell a dry suit or our distributors and dealers are selling a dry suit, they are asking a diver, okay, how do you dive? How often do you dive? What do you need? Are you a very technical diver? Let's say you go a lot to caves and wrecks, or maybe you are a commercial diver and you, you need your dry suit for work, right? In that case, we usually uh, we usually advise them to, to choose the most, let's say, durable, mm. heavy-duty dry suits. Yeah. When you are more like a recreational sports diver, uh, the Emotion Plus or, or Elite Plus are dry suits that are much more... I would say um, not advanced, but maybe let's say innovative when it comes to trilaminate dry suit construction and 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 the way it's it's cut right. So yeah. so uh, choosing from the Santi range depending on your needs and depending on your on your uh, let's say um, 
budget for the year, uh, you can you can choose the the, the variety of, of, of models. But the, the main ones we we sell and we offer is Elite Plus and Emotion Plus. These are two devices that I would say cover a lot of needs for mm. most of the divers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's good to hear. And, you know, we're obviously recreational divers, but we've seen, you know, our, our local dive shop, Crystal Seas in Norwich, start so they're stocking it. And it's, yeah. you know, it's it's been great to see people suddenly changing over to sandy dry seats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are, well, we are very excited about the UK market, UK market development because the UK market is, I would say, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a tough not to, to 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 work with because it's a very i would say traditional market when it comes to dry suit diving yeah. the most of the uh, original initial uh, dry suit diving came from uk actually yeah so we know that and we we respect the the uh, let's say the uh, the way it was developed but at this stage, we are sure that, you know, working with, with our brand all over the world and, and with, the, let's say, this innovative approach, we can offer something uh, that is comfortable to dive with, right? So that's, yeah. that's important. And, and, and in UK, especially for, since a couple of last years, we've been uh, very successful with with getting you know new dealers on board and new divers and uh, we can see uh, a very uh, let's say optimistic trend uh, of younger generation uh, yeah. becoming the the dive shop owners or dive center owners and being excited about about the product right so yeah so it's 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 really nice uh, to see that and uh, what we try to do. In communicate in communication with the divers is to say, listen, a dry suit is an investment, of course, but it gives you freedom of diving whenever you want, all year round, mm -hmm. right? Which you cannot have in a wetsuit uh, because it's it's actually difficult to dive to dive in winter in in a wetsuit. Uh, yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, you, you, not nice. Though. No, it's not. No. You, I think it's quite clever actually. Um, uh, quite a bit clever bit of marketing that you do that you do with offering a dry suit that is flexible and light as a comparison to a wetsuit so you so us in the uk and other colder climates uh are thinking oh summer's coming i can go into a wetsuit but actually i could actually have a dry suit that's not as this big cumbersome and thick and heavy dry which you know, um, like my my daughter's just now started diving, and you know she's she's gone for this transition of uh, getting used to this dry suit and the weight and things like that, and uh, that is the drawdown, I suppose, the drawback with having a heavy neoprene wetsuit, isn't it? You know, yes. and uh, those probably not so modern materials, mm. um, and also I think your attitude towards social media is more modern as well you know um i know with previous conversations that we've had um with your you know with marketing that you're responsive there's you know you're on youtube and the modern diver the people who are now coming through um you know so you know are on social media they're looking around for 
what is working and the new suits, new materials. And I yeah. think today's diving goes hand in hand with that. Yes, that's true. And we put a, a very big, uh, let's say, uh, emph emphasis on, on, on this communication and using new tools. And be, we are constantly discussing this to be aware of not losing the impact and not staying behind with, let's say, the generation of divers we were yeah. entering with to the market. Because those guys, you know, all due respect, but they are more or less, I would say, uh, they, they are still, of course, divers, sometimes active divers, but they are, you know, less and less in business, less and less in, in, in being involved in the com communities. So what we need is new people on board, younger generation that would, you know, understand the concept behind this. And, and the only way to them is through the, the social media and the, let's say this modern approach with videos, reels, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Insta stories, <laughs> yeah. uh, nice marketing, showing people, showing them how the other people are using the gear. Uh, so we need to be in, in, in constant, let's say, on, on, on a watch out for, for, you know, where is the attention going and how people are communicating today, right? So it's not yes. enough to make a cat catalog or, or print a manual. You need to be you need to be there in the in this you know video content yeah yeah and that's a very good way you know it's the window for any youngster or you know it, social media is the way to go and like you say you don't need to print like reams and reams of paper to dish out because it's just yeah. not the way things well, are, done. are there are some markets like uh how say markets that are a bit um inclusive when it comes to their own ways let's say france for example mm -hmm. France uh, is a very special market that is right now picking up very nice, but they need their communication in French language because they don't really like English. <laughs> no, really? No, yes. So to give them, that comes over as a shock. We have local influencers, local people who speak French, and, and that's what we try to do. So each and every distributor we have, we uh, we when I work with them uh, for Santi brand is we always discuss, okay, what's the idea for co local communication, right? It's not just the main headquarters line of communication, but you also need to have this local community and, and brand ambassadors we work with on each and every market to, yeah. to communicate with, with, the local, with the local diving community. Mm, yeah. And again, that's great to hear Santi adapting to the different markets. You can't just be a one stop shop. This is how it is. You know, if you're adapting to those markets individually, they'll work yeah. better for you as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's not easy because sometimes, you know, especially, let's say, in Asian markets, Korea, China, uh, they, they need different ways of communication. So we try to support support them with the ways we can, but also we rely a lot on the, on the distributors to, to mm. make their own way of, of, of working with us. So each and every distributor for Santi is, let's say, our business market, a business partner for, for a certain market. So we always 
discuss the strategy per market. It's not like a global strategy, the same for everyone, because that's 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 also something we try to look after that each market and each each let's say uh, part of the world needs very good support for service uh, because a, a very big big part of deciding to buy a dry suit is okay i will buy it but what support what support do i get when something mm -hmm. breaks when something leaks when when there is an issue with 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 my dry suit right so yeah. so santi i i would say is one of the few companies that has our own authorized service centers on each distribution market. Mm. So, so they are authorized. So, what, what does that mean? so sorry. sorry, what what does that mean then? So, I buy so say I buy a suit um, from from um, a dealer in the UK, and I want to send it off to be serviced. I've done fifty to hundred dives. So I want to get it serviced. What, what would be the process to get that then service? The process is to go to our website or, of course, originally the, the, the dealer you buy a dry suit from should already give you this information at the very beginning. Listen, this is your dry suit. Whenever something breaks, this is a, a phone number you call or an email you write to because this is an authorized service center in UK that is trained here in Gdynia in, 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 in our factory. So each authorized service center, local service center that works in different country, they first have to have to go through uh, a detailed training. Uh, uh, let's say very often it's a, it's an update every let's say few years or so. Mm -hmm. uh, so they know how we work, they know the quality we demand, and by doing that, their work is warranted by us. So we give them, we give them, let's say, a, a client a security that when you go to this authorized service center that is indicated in our website and you do your repairs there, you get uh, the warranty kept, you have the, the warranty repairs when needed, free of charge, you have all the support uh, that we would give you locally. You don't have to ship it back to Poland to the factory. So okay. most of the works that are, let's say, on a daily basis, things to do, let's say, changing a zipper, changing a, the boots or some small leak repairs, stuff like that, that all can be done locally. And that's very, very important. And I yeah. would say one of the features that we um, we are unique from. So we have the one in China, in China, we have the one in Korea, in Australia, in the States. Have most of the of most of the markets that we are distributing have their own uh, authorized service centers, and of course in bigger countries it's even few because uh, in Germany, Germany is a very big market for us, so we have three authorized service centers there. Okay. Yeah, that's really interesting, and it gives people kind of confidence that they're going to get the service that they want rather than their dry yes, service. And also time-wise, it's it's important, right? Because mm. When you would have to send your dry suit for warranty repair back, let's say to Poland, it takes time. It takes, in your case and in some other cases, it takes right now customs clearance, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it takes time. And of course, being uh, here in the factory, our service center is of course the biggest. But also, we deal only with the toughest cases. The ones that need some tailor, uh, some tailor changes or some 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 serious um, 
repairs that would be needed for, let's say, let's say if a dry suit is already heavily used and needs much more attention, then, then usually the authorized service center sends it back to Poland. But then again, the contact for the local market, for the local diver, is the authorized service center in the, in the, in the country. So okay. in, in case of UK, it's, it's Dive Masters Cuba. And they solve the problem in case they, they are not, uh, let's say, able to do it. Then they are the ones sending it to Poland, taking care of the service, and then, and then uh, communicating with the, with the, with the client. Right. Okay. So for us in the UK, you know, it's good to hear that, you know, that could be generally, unless there's something really serious wrong with it, it would be handled in the UK and, um, you know, it should be a reasonably quick uh, turnaround on a service, on a suit, which is, you know, that's yeah. really good. It saves um, time and money and, and, and uh, it's it's very convenient for, for, for everyone. That is, because when you're looking around for a dry suit, I remember when I bought mine, and um, I started diving and I was hiring a suit at the time. And I was like, well, I don't really know what manufacturer to go with. And, you know, as a new diver, you're kind of looking at your instructor and you're looking at round at your, your local dive center to see what they're offering. And you, you want to know as part of that deal that, you know, uh, whoever you're dealing with will be able to then service it or they'll know who to pass it on to and i was always told you know that uh, the company who i bought the suit from would be really would look after me and give me a good service and that so it's really good to hear that sand here in that same you know same thing yeah um because i think that's really important for you know for us as consumers to know that we've got that backup sure sure and uh, the next, I would say, the, 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 the next thing that we also are very, very, you know, uh, let's say eager to work with is proper training of the dealers. So when you as a diver will come to a, a Santi dealer, you will get all the, uh, all the information you need. Also, the proper measurement uh, support uh, advice on how to configure your dry suit properly, right? What kind of seals, what kind of boots you need, what kind of, I don't know, additional features. So Santi is very flexible in that way because we are, each and every dry suit we produce is more or less produced for a diver. So you can yeah. change your, your colors, your options, your, your fitting, uh, everything that's needed and uh, of course there are some divers that would say okay I'm fine with an L size in this color and we have that offer as well so sometimes at dealers we have some sample dryers that you can more or less buy from the stock but it's not that's that's not the concept of, of a Santi dry suit, right so yeah. you buy a premium product that's why you need premium service and premium support yeah, yeah. that's good and it's a really nice way to sum it up that it is that kind of all-round service that people are going to get and continue to get as they go through their diving experience with a Santi suit. So basically, your the the dealer would actually do like you would measure you and then submit those measurements. Yes, yes, we have a we have a quite a sophisticated uh, ordering system that our dealers are using and our distributors are working with the dealers about the orders, confirming it, and then it comes to us in, in the factory. So we have a very nice way of communicating everything. So everything is under control. There are no information that, you know, is missing. So 
So I would say we are pretty uh, advanced in the way we work already right now with our dealers and, and distributors. Yeah. yeah. And what's the t- kind of time scale? So if we went to a local dealer, they measure us up for a suit and then it comes back to you. How what's the time scale with getting a suit back? Well, it depends. It depends on the time of the year and also on the on the actual let's say need from all the other markets because mm-hmm. our factory produces a certain number of dry suits a month uh, and uh, depending on how heavy uh, workload is let's say ahead it takes right now from well at this stage we produce a dry suit within let's say five weeks mm-hmm. uh, so it's pretty quick it's pretty yeah. quick because uh, we are we are pretty right now we have invested quite a lot in the new factory uh we have a lot of people on board so producing a dry suit takes quicker than it was let's say two or three years ago especially in the pandemic times when it was so hard you know to get the the raw materials and all the supplies so the waiting time was a bit longer right now we are pretty fast i would say so yeah within four or five weeks you could have um let's say a, a make to fit uh, uh, um, very individual uh, product, especially for for you, right? Right. Okay, mm, that's yeah. really good. I'm going to touch on another subject regarding this, and um, I couldn't see it on your website, and it might be that I, I you know, um, I can I just missed it. I don't know. Um, let's talk about sustainability side of things. You know, there's quite a few of the um, diving companies out there. They're looking at reducing the waste in uh, postage, um, you know, doing stuff with their offcuts and neoprene and recycling that, you know, I, with, in regards to your processes and that, you know, are you looking at reducing waste and using less plastic and things like that? Sure. Well, we, tr- we, we are, we are, um, uh, of course, working with that as much as we can. Yeah. And we've been a part of this fourth, you know, there was, I don't remember, or if you recall this uh, project of, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I forgot the name of the action, I'm sorry, but fourth element did the action of gathering all the companies within the, within the industry to, uh, let's say, um, uh, pledge a certain way of, uh, that being... was over the pandemic years, wasn't yeah. it? You kind of hear yes. between that. Yes, yeah. yes. I forgot the name of the action. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we were, we were um, very much into thinking and rethinking the ways we work and the way we pack our products, what we do with with the packaging. So, so we have a certain certain things that we take care of, of course. But our most and biggest uh, the, our biggest uh, uh, argument for Santi as a brand and being, let's say, on the ecological side of of producing a, a garment or a piece of, of a gear is it's a long-lasting product. When you buy a Santi dry suit, you buy it for years. Yeah. You can service it, you can support it, you can buy a second-hand dry suit. So we support very much this longevity of, 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 of using the, the, the gear. And, and that's 
something that is very ecological because you don't dump it every second year and you buy a new one. Yeah. Instead, you have one that you spend a lot of money for, of course, but then it serves you for many, many years and you can rely on this product. Yeah. So, uh, of course, we have uh, where we could, we reduce the plastic with, with the paper packaging. Uh, although in some cases, it's very difficult for the diving business because uh, uh, when it comes to transport and, and, and uh, logistics, uh, the paper doesn't always uh, protect the product, mm. uh, let's say, enough so that it, it reaches its destination without any harm, right? Yeah. So yeah. But, we, but we, we do a lot of that, uh, um, a lot of that thinking of how we can improve and where, whenever we, we could, we exchange it with, with, let's say, paper packaging. We also... Um, and try to we don't use plastic bottles for for our workers when it comes to water supplies and stuff like that so we also are cooperating with a local uh, company that is uh, doing the responsible recycling of our, our product so whenever we we have well we we give the, the paper and the plastic and uh, electric parts they are they are collected by a professional company that is later uh, uh, recycling it in yeah. a in a, in a okay. proper way, right? So yeah. so we 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 are uh, let's say probably not that advanced yet as we would like to be, but but it's it's a part of our our strategy to yeah. to into that more that's and good. more. That's that's yeah. the main thing because every little bit is an action that's helping the bigger cause, isn't it? So yeah. everybody's on that right road. And sure, got to, sure, yeah, sure. Do yeah. As much as we can. So with technical diving, obviously it's advancing all the time. So do you kind of listen to your divers to then develop new dry suits as the range? Yes, it's not only dry suits because we need to remember that Sandy as a brand, we also have a very nice range of undersuits mm. that we and also what's what's i would say unique we have heating system products yes and this is like a like a uh, let's say a tripod that works together very well because a heating system uh, vest on undersuit or undersuit is something it's, it's a piece of gear that helps you to develop your passion for cold water diving much more at, at, at a different level already right so mm. So, so it's a big, big part of our business idea to to give a diver a complete set of gear that will give you total freedom of diving in, let's say, very cold waters for as long as you 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 can, right, yeah. or 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 or, or, or want to. So, so. Um, so we talk to the divers uh, a lot during the dive shows. We talk to our distributors. Uh, like I said, Tomek himself is a diver, very active one. So he talks to his fellow divers about what's needed, what's the next step. Okay, how can we do this? How can we improve that? Let's say recently we introduced a new uh, battery pack that you use for your heating system that is a complete innovation uh, when it comes to the um, 
the, 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 the life of the battery itself and the power consumption from it. So, so I would say we, we have a, an RD um, department at Santi Research and Development, and they are uh, get, they are they are getting tasks from from Tomek from 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 the owner all the time about thinking how to how to improve something or how to think of something that could uh, let's say facilitate certain uh, certain uh, actions underwater right yeah. so so for example we came up with a smart seal system it's a system in a dry suit that you can exchange your seals very easily but you can also use it for dry gloves. Uh, um, very, I would say it's 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 extremely convenient. It's innovative. It's flexible, and it came from the need, right? It, yeah. It's not just uh, okay. We need that, so we buy it from somewhere. We very often is that we we invent our our own things, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah there is a lot of that. I've yeah. tried your dry gloves on in the shop, and wow, very nice. I have to say, yeah, so so warm and soft yeah. and it's like you know uh for anyone listening you've got to try the uh sandy dry gloves on they're awesome <laughs> yeah and it must make it really exciting because you actual divers are coming back and saying i'd really like this and then you can like fulfill their needs as well yes and you know what i like in in the diving industry in general is that uh, the industry and the people around it are and that the, the community is very supportive and sometimes forgiving because sometimes you you come up with something that doesn't really work in a in a wider range right uh, yeah. of, of use so we we sometimes we we had a few cases like that when we had to rethink a certain product after the clients were giving their comments and the ways we could improve so and we do that right it's not that we say okay no we know the best and this is how it should mm. work and we don't listen so so we improve we listen to our service department notes saying okay listen guys we have an issue that appears here several times more than expected can we look into that what could be the problem how can we solve it right so we we listen and talk to people a lot and and it's very useful uh to to go to dive shows in that matter because you talk to the actual divers yourself and and you understand it much more right so whenever i travel around the world to visit my distributors i come back from from those trips with new ideas with new mm. uh, let's say comments with new uh inspirations right from 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 different markets so um so that's that's what we try to do we never try to to to, to copycat to look you know at somebody else we try to think of what we could do better for the divers themselves and and that's very let's say and that's very nice to work in a in a in a company and in the industry that is so supportive and and willing to to and, and looking looking forward to your products and waiting for them to to be released right so that's that's very encouraging yeah well it's good because it's kind of reciprocated i guess because you're you're listening to them and then they get a great product back that is going to make them very happy diving yes 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 so yeah that's 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 important of course and i think in any industry that is connected to uh to, to to passion to hobby to to sport you need to be in a constant 
communication with the users because otherwise uh, you know you, you make this for them right it's yeah. something that needs to support their passion and it needs to be functional and it needs to improve their uh, their passion and then they, they the way that the, what they do right so so we are we are for example now um, releasing let's say a new undersuit that we thought okay it's an undersuit that we might maybe not think it's like in the first need but our divers our clients they want it so we produce it right we we make something great out of it because that's something people need. So, yeah. so this is how we very often respond to the need from the market. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I suppose some of them will be ambassadors. It happens to be some of our uh, previous yeah. guests as well. So Quite uh, a few of them, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Becky Kagan, Scott, uh, Jill Heiner, Phil Short, uh, Christine Grossart, Gemma Smith, Ian France, yeah. Joanna uh, and, and Lee Bishop. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All our brand ambassadors, long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're very, you know, lucky in the UK because we have got some real technical, well-known divers. That yes. you know, are, are that's what I'm saying. That UK is more or less, I would say, a crib of 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 technical cold water diving. So mm. a lot of a lot of very good divers are from UK. In fact, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. But hopefully there'll be some youngsters, you know, coming up through because we need to encourage more young people to get diving and, you know, progress. Well, this is what I was going to say. They look modern, though, don't they? The suits look modern. The thermals look modern. Mm. And um, it, it does appeal. You think, wow. And it feels good quality when you actually feel the product. You think, wow, you know, there's a lot of thought and you know, it feels good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 you know, that's how, how I don't think, you know, Santi will change the approach uh, for never. Right. So, so, so that's, that's the way the company operates and that's the way uh, Tomek believes the company should be forever. And, yeah. and, uh, and that's, that's what it's for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if it works, don't break it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So what advice would you have for someone who's thinking about maybe um, thinking about maybe getting into the tech diving world uh, or maybe even the new diver, you know, they haven't bought a dry suit. What sort of, what sort of advice would you give somebody like that? Well, if, if, if somebody thinks of, uh, of, uh, like I, like I said, I would, uh, not connect technical diving to dry suit diving because you can be a technical diver even in a wetsuit, right? But you can also be a sports recreational diver in the dry suit. So it all depends on uh, if you like diving, if you really like diving and it may, gives you a lot of pleasure and you are eager to develop and to, to make it your passion, mm. um, Dry suit is a natural way to get into because why uh, why suffer, right? Yeah. <laughs> why being cold? And uh, and you and that's our our mission to tell them, okay, you can start even making an open water diving course already in the dry suit. You don't have to go through this phase of being cold. Unless you don't need that, of course, if you have very warm waters and, and you or you dive only in summer for a short while, of course, sometimes it doesn't make sense. But if you want yeah. to develop, 
it's the, the next stage to to invest in, in in a good dry suit or in a dry suit that you can rent at the beginning because we have a lot of programs like that with our distributors with our dealers our we have demo centers we have testing centers where you can come and say okay i would like to try how is it in mm. a dry suit yeah. how do you feel so I, I would advise that to 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 try first, right? To understand what is it all about, and then uh, make a, make a, an appointment with one of our dealers to talk about what the, about the needs, right? What do you yeah. need exactly? What type of dry suit? How how what what kind of options I have and what's included? And once you have the dry suit. Uh, you will just be able to dive longer and to dive through the whole year, right? Yeah. And that's exciting. You could go ice water diving. You could go. Uh, you could go. Um, you know, in, in to, to to go some to go deeper when it's really cold. So, my advice uh, for let's say a, a diver that would say, okay, I really like it and I want to try. A dry suit. Uh, first, find a good dealer, take a test suit, try it on, feel it, and then uh, as soon as possible to get your own. Because when you have the proper proper fitting, when you have everything adjusted just for your shape and, and silhouette, mm. you feel no restrictions, right? So yeah. it's it's much more comfortable than for sure. Yeah, no, that, that definitely is good advice and. Uh... Yeah, good way to go. So we have a number of set questions we ask our guests. So yeah. one of them from the beginning is if you could take three people diving, so they don't have to be divers, but it's just taking them on a principle of a dive. They could be past, present. Who would you take and why? And in your dry suits, of course. <laughs> oh, dry suits. <laughs> I was thinking about this question and I even talked to my husband, but, um, you know, my, my, my first and instant answer was I would like to take my family because I don't really care I, I was I, I gave it a, a bit of a thinking whether is there someone in the history or someone I know that I would like to take underwater but the truth is that uh, when you take someone underwater you share the experience with those people right and this is this is something that you want to have with your closest ones so my husband and my children are, are the ones that I would like to show them what's underneath. I would love to take them, I don't know, somewhere into Maldives or in <laughs> where I didn't dive yet as well. So that's my dream to go somewhere there to Indonesia or Malaysia so to see the, the diving there. And and I would like to share it with, with them. My husband and my son are divers. They are also beginners like me. My daughter is still a bit afraid, but... Uh, I would really love all the four of us to to go diving somewhere in a very very beautiful place. Nice one. Yeah, that's yeah. a lovely answer. <laughs> yeah. And in Poland, is diving quite a popular sport to get into? Yes, very much, very much. In fact, we have a lot of divers. Country, well, Poland is a big country, but we also have very nice places to dive in. Mm. So we have a lot of lakes that are very clear. We have few quarries. Uh, we have even one mine. And we have the Baltic Sea, yeah. where the wrecks are very well preserved. So here from Gdynia or from, from the, let's say, when you go a bit north, 
to Weba, you can have great, uh, great dives, even in shallow wrecks with mm. good visibility, especially in spring or early autumn. Uh, the visibility can be very nice, and and there are a lot of very nice, uh, attractive dive sites. So it's popular to dive in Poland. Although I would say uh, um, it's I would say more attractive for those who like to dive deep, cold, to see the wrecks, to mm. to, to 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 be on this let's say on this upper level of of. Um, exploration right yeah. if yeah. you want to just enjoy your dive looking at fish and some wild, you know underwater life there is not too much of that <laughs> some fish in lakes <laughs> well there's no surprise that you got someone like lee bishop on your books as an ambassador who's a big wreck diver and i and um and he's been uh wreck diving in the english channel uh recently mm. but he, i know he's his he's uh explored some of the wrecks in the baltic because you've got so much history uh mm. around there and um yeah there's, there's some uh, awesome wrecks for yes. people to explore you know deep as you know for sure well. for sure so if somebody is looking for that coming to poland for wreck diving is is, is really amazing so it's yeah. on there so we have this santis involved and say patronize a, a, a team of baltic tech uh, divers this yeah. is a let's say a group of divers uh, connected to diving in in baltic sea but uh, let's say on an advanced level so so Lee Bishop or Phil Short or, or Ian Franz, now they are all part of that, let's say, yeah. team that sometimes connects uh, together uh, for those expeditions and they exchange uh, exchange ideas. And we have this Baltic Tech Conference every second year here in Poland that gathers a lot of divers. So it's, it's really a nice, a nice community to, to, to come into if you are into this, let's say, more exploration diving yeah. style. Mm. It's um, it's a small world, and as you said, community. And um, you know, we're sponsored by Narked at ninety. You know, John and Brent, long term uh, tech divers, really from you know when re rebreathers uh, were like in their infancy, and uh, who also know a lot of these divers who are your ambassadors. So you know, they're all kind of all know each other, you know, the Phil Shorts, yeah, right. Lee Bishop. If you look into John. the diving world, the, the, the world is very small. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people know each other and they work together and they choose the gear to the same gear. So it's all very much connected. That's, that's yes. And that's why we're so proud to be sponsored by, uh, by those guys as well, you know, because that keeps us within the community as well. So uh, that's, yeah. that's really good. Um, so the next question we've got for you is, um, what gets you out of your comfort zone? Uh, um, well, you know, I think that a comfort zone is a good place. It's a good place when you feel good, right? When yeah. you feel fulfilled, happy, uh, satisfied, so you feel good about yourself. In that case, a comfort zone is something you should stay in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my advice. But when it comes to my, you know, getting out of my comfort zone, whatever, if whenever I have an urge to do it, it's usually, I would say, a fear. Fear of uh, uh, 
losing um, interest or being motivated of let's say being let's say maybe not healthy enough or or you know mm. losing my well-being right so yeah. so that's when i have to go out of the comfort zone and look for something else uh, but that also gives you a bit of uncertainty uncertainty <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I would say what, what gets me out of it is, is uh, being worried to lose the opportunity or lose some, lose health, for example, right? Yeah. So that's why I practice, I go, I don't know, riding a bike or whatever to take care <laughs> of myself. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Covers everything, yeah. yeah. So our final question is: If you had a billboard that you could put out there to the whole world, so it could be literally an image, a statement, a video, just something. What statement would you want to make to the world, and why? Hmm, yeah, it was it was a tough question to to to, to answer. I, I I thought about it. Uh, what would I like to tell all people? Mm. around the world at one go and considering what is happening right now in the world you know we are in Poland that is very close to Ukraine uh, meaning the war we are in in the world after the pandemic and what's happening right now in economics and you know the the, the new let's say arena of fighting uh, between different companies and countries and I, uh, um, I, I, I think if I would like to say something to everyone is that kindness and goodwill and compromise will solve all problems because uh, being kind to each other is good for you when you are either in, in, a, in a small group, in a family or in a bigger group of friends in the business if you talk to each other, if you try to find compromise, if you are willing to change something on behalf of, of you know, getting somewhere, it would solve all problems, right? So the, the only thing that stops that is your own interests and your own selfishness that doesn't allow to break the wall, right? So that that would be my 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 sentence that you know just be kind to each other and yeah. and and have have uh, faith and goodwill that to, that this will will uh, solve problems for you. Yeah, that's a very good answer. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah, I like that. A lot of people can learn from that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah no well they've been really good good answers so if anybody wants to well I'm sure they will now want to look up Santi where are their best places to go to to find out more about the company and look at the product well surely surely the social media because right now we have a very very active new social media manager Martina she is a great diver as well she's she's a very experienced social media manager for herself, for her, for her own uh, blog and uh, and and her, her her personality, but she's also now working with us for um, half a year now or almost a year, and so uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok right now more and more, uh, Facebook of course, uh, we have a lot of videos there, a lot of manuals, a lot of you know fun fun things to to watch. 
from the rest of the world, you know, people mm. delivering content to us about where they dive, what they do. Mm, of course, the website where we have all the information about the products and, and, and the, the things we do uh, yeah. apart. So, yeah, but I would say social media and, and, and that, that's the main thing you can, you can find a lot of information about us. Yeah, that's really refreshing because we've had a lot of company representatives on and it's always been, look at the website. And, you know, going to social media is so much easier, isn't it? It's just The website is right now something uh, that people just look up when they need a real information about, for example, where to send my dry suit to a service, right? Mm. Okay, so you have that on the website. You want to write, you know, read about the history. Okay, you go to the website, but everything that's going on in the you know fresh one it's it's in social media it's in in, in instagram that it's i would say instagram right now is our main uh, main channel to communicate with reels with with uh, roles reels i don't even recognize them, <laughs> Distinguish them but <laughs> yeah but you mentioned tiktok yeah it doesn't get mentioned on here you know no no you're the first to come on here and said that you know you have uh, to be TikTok. there if you want to get to the young people yeah. the ones uh, let's say around 20 uh it's it's their main information channel whatever they look for if they don't go they don't go to google they go That's to it. Yeah. yeah yeah so, so yeah. true it is yeah. very true and you know yeah. that is the way of the world and it's progression, isn't it? And again, it's capturing a younger market so yeah. easily. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it has a very wide, uh, let's say, range still of, of reaching the, the people around the world. It's still mm. not so much blocked by the algorithm uh, of, you know, when you go to Facebook these days to go through with your message to the people, you just have to pay a lot of money to be visible, yeah. right? With TikTok, it's still easy. Yeah. It's still easy. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's been brilliant and uh, been refreshing and, uh, yeah, really good. So, uh, no, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what can we say? Uh, I've got to say thank you very much for Agnieszka. Agnes, love, yeah, Agnes, uh, coming on. Um, really yeah, enthusiastic, fan, isn't it? Mm, yeah, so enthusiastic, and the passion of the company comes across, and the team behind it as well. Now, we didn't mention the names, but obviously, our local dive center, Crystal Sea Scuba, they sell Santy dry suits now and thermals and the um, undersuits, heat, and the thermal undersuits mm -hmm. and the heated suits and those gloves are awesome I, I, you know I, you know i work outdoors and i was thinking winter time god just a pair of them would be awesome they're great <laughs> and they've got the, the the heat you can heat them as well so that yeah. all connects yeah. to the heated uh pack but um you feel the quality when you when you see the suits and the in the uh insulated uh, thermals you you feel that yeah and i think you know it just the whole interview with her kind of breathes quality doesn't it and yeah. adaptability and innovation so it's definitely I, ne I nearly fell off my chair when she said tiktok i was like no you, you know this is somebody who understands social the power of social media yeah and but i think that is one of the that company santi is probably one of the most active 
yeah. diving companies that we've had dealings with. Yeah, there is because I, I think of um, of companies who we have, who we deal with and have social media people, and we don't hear from them, um, and it's very rare you see anything from them um apart from the casual email yeah and and it's like why are you not alive it's like, are you there? <laughs> or, or they have ambassadors who don't know their ambassadors are well one they don't know their ambassadors and we've had to tell them did you know your ambassador I'm like oh no i didn't know I was getting these things. <laughs> they don't actually dive anymore and they're still ambassadors or they're not actually current on on social media like so they, I, I never understand this whole ambassador business because surely if you're an ambassador, for, you, you're out doing stuff. When you look mm. at, you know, the people who they've got, they're out doing stuff. They're mm. out there, you know, and um, doing some of the amazing stuff. And if you're an ambassador, you have got a duty and a commitment to that company. You would think so. You would think so. Maybe we're being controversial, but, you know, maybe some of the companies we deal with can reply and say, hey, yeah, you know, we welcome any comments, you know, <laughs> you know, because we're just being honest. I just, just you know, making an observation of our experiences uh, dealing with some of these firms. Mm, yeah. But I think if you haven't heard of Sanji or you're thinking about dry up, uh, driving a dry suit owning a new dry suit or looking at what they can offer definitely go to your local dive center if they're a santi stockist or just go to the website and yeah and i think the other thing important point that she made was is that the suits if you need them service don't have to go back Mm. to poland because you know suits you know things get lost in international uh transit don't they yeah and that could be a real like no-no for some people if they knew that they'd got a suit that had yeah, to go you know to you, you you change your suit you know over a period i, I think about mine you know i've, I've added to it and mm. had it altered along the way and people do you get familiar with your suit to to then lose it yeah, yeah. you know so it's really good to hear that you know you don't have that it's all dealt with in you uk or wherever you're buying your suit you know yeah and basically if you haven't got a dry suit diving kind of stops because most people don't have a spare dry suit do they so no, uh, no. And, and and you know as, as she said you know most um a lot of people do prefer to dive in the dry suit all year round uh yeah. you know polly I'm, I'm, we've had this discussion with Polly yeah. about wetsuit and she prefers to dive even in summer wayborn in her dry suit yeah and that is feel comfortable. the whole thing of being comfortable, isn't it? Yeah. Why Why feel cold or, you know, don't like feeling, you know, wet? No, it's, it's been a really good chat. And, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's been brilliant, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm glad uh, we, we got the opportunity to talk to them. Yeah. So look at the website, look at their social media, look them up on TikTok. We need to do more on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many platforms. Yeah, and then if you're old school, have a look at their website. Yes, <laughs> it's there. Oh, that sounded a bit wrong, but no. No, but it's true, isn't if it? People prefer looking at websites. The thing is, you do need a website. You, you know, we need a website, and it's your shop mm-hmm. window. But you can't keep updating your website. So it's nice to have it there, and it's there, and it's out there. Yeah. But your social media is where it's all, you know, what's happening today, what's happening yesterday. 
current news, isn't it? It is your broadcast yeah. channel, and that is a bit like us. We're on the podcast. We're on the panel on paddleboards yesterday, and quickly put a reel up and things yeah, like that. Yeah. You can't do that to your website. No, no. If you did, your website would just get all well, it'd be all muddled and what have you. Yeah, you got to be hip and trendy and down with the kids. A bit like me. <laughs> I am hip and trendy, down with the kids. <laughs> yeah. I say go. that because my daughter's out of earshot. She's out of earshot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for downloading this episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Send us any questions you've got, and um, you know, have you have you bought your your sandy dry suit? What's been your experience? Yes, good and bad. It can all be fed back. You know, and uh, yeah, you know, what have you got? Uh, there's several dry suits and undersuits. And uh, yeah, let, let's hear from you. That'd be really cool. Yep. And don't forget to have a look at our previous episodes. There's a whole catalogue of 155 now. To My goodness. So just head over to our website. <laughs> yeah. Have a look at all of them there or just go to your preferred podcast podcast platform. Yeah. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you listen listen to us on the iTunes because that helps your buddy find us and spread the message. Any questions you've got for either of us, drop us a DM and uh, we'll quickly, obviously, communicate back. Try. Yeah, excellent. But for right now, I think that was... The Big Scooper Podcast. Now that does wrap up today's episode of The Big Scooper Podcast. But... If you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. That way, you will never miss an episode from us. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We'll get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.